we don't walk away to teach people a lesson. We walk away because we finally learned ours. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the show and like and share on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. We don't walk away to teach people a lesson. We walk away because we finally learned ours. When is it appropriate to walk away from a relationship or a person? That's the topic of today's discussion. If you've listened to this show before, you know that I do value friendships and relationships, and I value people immensely. And this walking away thing is not something that I take lightly. So this this episode isn't going to be about justifying why you should walk away from a person who's difficult in your life, but it is going to address the issue of what our threshold may be and when it may be appropriate to walk away. And just because we walk away, it doesn't mean we walk away forever. So that's something also to consider. But there are certain times in which we must sever friendships and relationships. I think that in my head, that is the nuclear option. I don't think it's something that we should consider doing lightly. That really, at the end of the day, is going to come down to whether or not we value the relationship and how much we value the relationship. It could also be what collateral damage may occur as a result of severing that relationship. So there's a lot of factors that come into play in dealing with a a complicated and difficult relationship dynamic we may have. And if we don't have a level of intimacy with certain people, then this walking away thing and severing of relationships is a lot easier, right? We can walk away from complete strangers way easier than we can walk away from a spouse. (laughs) Hopefully we take that seriously because that is quite a quite a different situation and circumstance so there are degrees of this there are degrees of reconciliation there are degrees of control there are degrees of lack of control i should say there are degrees of tolerances in which we can absorb and if you are dealing with a difficult person in your life right now hopefully this will will come to some use to you. There's also a manipulative element on this. The the don't we don't walk away to teach people a lesson. That whole part there emphasizes the importance of not using body language and not modifying our behavior simply to manipulate somebody. Other people's lessons and life lessons are not our responsibility. Unless, of course, they're young children and there are children. But life lessons are not ultimately our responsibility to force onto people. 
So we do need to be careful not to be manipulative and not to utilize our, our language and our communication and our boundary setting to control others or attempt to control others, I should say. If you are in a relationship where you think you are in control of somebody else's behavior, sorry to break it to you, but your control is an illusion. I, I would be hard-pressed to say you don't know that person's heart very well. You may have been able to modify their behavior, but you certainly are not changing their heart. Odds are you're in a you are a repressive and oppressive person. And and just so you know, I'm warning you, if, if that is you, th there's no way that ends well. So stop it. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm just saying stop it. I don't I don't want it to end horrifically for you. But we don't manipulate people. That's that's an incredible lesson to learn. It's very easy to become manipulative, especially as you begin to master things like boundaries and communication. You can you can control and twist people. So we do have a moral obligation. Even if you don't believe in morality, I'm still going to tell you, you have a moral obligation not to manipulate people. That type of, uh, of uh, behavior is it has a ripple effect, and it does not affect just you. So you being manipulative, you may think it's only affecting that relationship, but I promise you it's rippling out to everyone around you and around them. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the manipulation part of it, but we don't walk away to teach people a lesson. We walk away because we finally learned ours, because we need to learn, we need to have a self-awareness necessary to be able to know when it is appropriate to walk away from a situation or a person. And that's a discipline thing too, especially if we start to get angry. So I talk about on the show a lot uh, boundaries, uh, setting boundaries, and boundaries are something that we cultivate so that a relationship can grow. It is the, it is the framework that we set in a relationship so that it can grow well. And I like to compare it to a garden. So a garden has a fence that can keep things out. And it can also keep things from the inside from spilling into other areas of the yard. But it's contained for a reason. It's so that you can create an environment of optimal growth for your relationships. And so a lot of times we, we will set these boundaries and they won't be respected. You know, we may say, I'm not comfortable with somebody doing something around me. You may tell them that over and over again, but they continue to violate that boundary. Or other people may make decisions that affect us. Maybe it's a coworker who intentionally sabotages you or betrays you. Maybe it's a relationship that sabotages you and betrays you over and over again. So all we can really do is begin to set these boundaries with people and say, hey, I'm not going to tolerate this in the long run. So please stop making decisions that directly affect me in a negative way. This isn't a control thing because it does affect you. But you can choose to continue to tolerate it. And we do need to be careful what we tolerate because we're teaching people how to how to treat us. And so because we do deserve dignity and respect. And hopefully we are. 
giving people dignity and respect. There are points in which we need to set boundaries to protect ourselves and to protect the relationship. Now, if those boundaries are continually violated, if people are constantly lying to us, betraying us, sabotaging us, after we've communicated, clearly what we intend to do if they read if they keep doing it then we may find ourselves in a situation where we do need to walk away from a situation and so or a relationship and then we have to take that step back that i talked about earlier and we need to assess and evaluate how much we value the relationship and how much collateral damage may be caused by severing it And this boundaries thing, um, because I don't have a whole lot of time on this specific episode, make sure you pick up the book boundaries. And there's a wide array of the boundaries books. Um, Make sure you pick that up. Highly recommend also the book uh, 12 Rules for Life and also the book um, Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk. The Four Love Languages is also incredibly effective for, for this, for loving people well. And, and, and loving people efficiently. Because at the end of the day, we're not doing this because we want to control the other person. It's because we want to love them better. And if people are constantly undermining our ability to do that because they're sabotaging the relationship, then sometimes the most loving thing we can do is walk away from it. Now, before I move deeper into that, this show is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device or smartphone. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, my listeners can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up for this limited time offer for my listeners. So when we get to the point of We've attempted, to set, we've attempted to set boundaries. We've attempted to communicate as effectively as we can what our expectations are on being treated with dignity and respect and having a trusting relationship. But then these boundaries continually get violated. We, we may have finally encountered a person who is genuinely toxic or going through a season in which they are toxic. And toxic people are not easy to deal with. And since we need to be fully aware that we cannot change people, we cannot change their behavior, only they can do that. If we are in a relationship or a friendship in which they will take no responsibility for that, we may reach a point where we have to tell them, say, and we, and again, we may need to say, if this continues, I, I will not tolerate this anymore. 
and I will need to sever this relationship. Now, again, I, I consider this the nuclear option. This is when every other avenue has been attempted. We've attempted communications. We've, we may have even brought a third party in. We've attempted to get them to go to therapy with us. We've attempted to negotiate to the best of our ability. Maybe we've brought a, a boss into it. Maybe we have human resources involved. Maybe it's just a close friend who's going through a really difficult season and they're taking it out on you. I, I don't know the circumstances. There's an infinite number of, of circumstances that could be surrounding this. We need to consider, first of all, seriously, what our lives would look like if we severed this relationship. And in some cases, it would be unaffected. If it's somebody we don't have a deep friendship or, or intimate relationship with, or we don't have to put up with them every day, walking away from it's easy. There's not a huge negative impact on us. But if it's somebody who's a spouse and we have kids, well, now we've reached a whole new level of collateral damage. It's a, it's a, in, in, an immensely difficult situa situation to navigate. And this walking away thing, which is the nuclear option, which should hopefully be avoided at all costs, should never be off the table. And it should also not be lightly threatened. But if we find ourselves in a situation in which we need to sever a, a deeply intimate and difficult relationship that will result in significant collateral damage, then we need to start really working on what our long term is going to be in terms of what happens next. This may require talking to a therapist or a psychologist or a really close friend who doesn't have an emotional investment in how that relationship plays out. Because we really need to have a plan. You know, if, if you've reached a point in which you need to walk away from a job because there's toxic people there who won't respect your boundaries, just throwing up our hands and walking out the door isn't a viable solution because that walks us into a whole new area of chaos. So maybe part of our plan of making the threat to walk away is that we begin to lay the foundation for a different career path. If we're in a, in a in the horrible, emotional, devastating experience of going through a divorce, maybe you need to start talking to a lawyer or a therapist or a psychologist to see what happens next. These aren't things that we want to take or, or, or a spiritual leader. If you got a, um, somebody at your church, you can talk to about navigating these hardships because at the end of the day, we cannot change people. And that's really one of the biggest things I want people to take away from this is we really only have control over ourselves and we can communicate to people how we will react to what they do or don't do. Especially if what they're doing or not doing directly affects us. But what we can't do is force them to change. That's something that must come from, from within them. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the ultimatums. You know, I've, I've never have been. And hopefully effective communication can eventually lead to a mutual understanding. And and remember, you also need to give people space and grace to space and grace to believe uh to grieve 
and grow. And then you got to ask yourself how much you value that relationship. Is it worth severing over what it is your, your slight is? Are you so wrapped up and consumed in them changing some small aspect of their behavior that really is not worth the battle? The relationship isn't worth the fight. Politics may be a good example of this. Maybe you guys disagree on politics. Is that really worth severing a close, intimate relationship over? Are you just having trouble accepting them for who they are and what they are? Are you having trouble loving them even though they're different than you? Are you making this all about you? How much do you value the relationship? And that goes back to the manipulation thing. You are not going to be able to get people to to conform to your worldview all the time. And that's just part of the deal. And you shouldn't try to. You know, like you, you need to let people be themselves. And so hopefully that's not part of the dynamic. Assuming... This is genuinely a toxic relationship. Then then we may reach the point where we do walk away from it because we finally learned our lesson. We finally learned the fact that we cannot change this person and they are continually and intentionally hurting us. We've decided that it's not something that we can endure or tolerate. Maybe it causes severe collateral damage to us or people we love over and over and over again and emotional damage. And this is not an easy decision to make or it's not an easy decision conclusion to come to. But the finally, the lesson we hopefully will finally learn is that we do not have control over others. We just don't. We don't. And then when we walk away from a situation because we can, we've, we've decided there's nothing else we can do, Hopefully we can walk away in somewhat good conscience, you know, knowing that we at least cleaned up our entire end of the street. These are not situations in which it's easy to navigate them perfectly. And none of us will navigate them perfectly. Bringing outside people in, like I said, if you've got somebody at church you can talk to, uh, to, to, you do not be afraid to seek wisdom from people. And I don't just mean people at church. I mean, wisdom from people who have experience, you know, talk to the friend that's been in a long-term marriage, ask him if there's anything, any suggestions he has, talk to a psychologist, talk to a therapist, talk to a doctor, talk to, talk to everybody. Especially if it's a relationship in which severing it would cause severe collateral damage to everybody. You know, there's a level of intimacy that can occur from enduring seasons of hardships in a relationship. And sometimes we just need to hold on to and power through a hard season. And this is true with marriage, too. You know, with, with, with marriage and friendships, you can go through seasons in which it's not good. You know, in which you're both going through a difficult time, and it may not even be something that either of you did. It's just 
you're going through a season that's difficult. You're both human beings. You both have expectations and needs that just don't, they go unmet. And just being there for somebody as they endure those hardships, it does cultivate. You know, when, you, when you're there and you love them when they're at their ugliest, it, it cultivates a deep, deep level of intimacy that can only be produced when a relationship is refined by fire and pressure and emotional roller coaster rides. So that's why I'm 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 really a huge proponent on on not trying to be manipulative and really taking this seriously. You know, we really need to decide how much we value our relationships and then we need to decide whether we're being selfish and we're just not giving them the grace and the space necessary to go through whatever it is that they're going through. Or if we're genuinely being hurt and betrayed over and over and over again with seemingly no end in sight. And that's, that is a very personal and intimate question that only we can answer. Some of us have have a deep level of grace and ability to endure things. And that's not always a good thing. It can be obviously boomerang on us. And it can also draw in the wrong people who will take advantage of that. And that's why, why we really need to know our own weaknesses. We need to know our own tendencies. So that we can know what traps to avoid. If we are genuinely a graceful person who who always gives people the benefit of the doubt and we're very agreeable and we don't like conflict, then then we need to know that we are subject to manipulators. You know, we, we have the ability to be manipulated. And if we're not aware of that weakness and we don't train ourselves to be able to show our teeth occasionally and to push back occasionally even though it doesn't come naturally to us then we can find ourselves falling into traps but like I said this is only something that we can figure out and navigate as individuals because we only we know us that deeply hopefully because we spend an immense amount of time with ourselves journaling can help with this reading can help with this this self-discovery thing. I'm a huge proponent in individualism. You'll hear that probably every once in a while on the show. You know, at the end of the day, we, we need to know ourselves really well in order to be the best version of ourselves. And this includes the darker part of ourselves, the weaknesses we have, so that we can hopefully master them. If not master them, compensate for them. And, and catch ourselves when we're falling into our own traps that we set for ourselves, psychological, emotionally, physically, before they get out of hand and spiral. And nobody can do this for us but us. And we have the power to do it. We just need to be willing to learn and have the humility necessary to get there. And on that subject of mismatched personalities, if you are an agreeable person and you're conscientious and, and then you find yourself in 
continually in relationships where people are manipulative and overpowering. Walking away may be the only approach you have. You may not have the emotional tools to deal with bullies, you know. And that's okay, you know, if you get to that point. And then you've you've gone down the road of setting boundaries and it just hasn't worked for you. Especially if you run into somebody who's truly narcissistic and they don't actually care about you and they're extremely manipulative. These people do exist. Let's not pretend they don't. But remember... We, we should take that seriously, you know, those relationships seriously. So this is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I was your host, Craig Chamberlain. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on all the major social networks to help feed the algorithms to help the show grow. That's on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. That helps the show grow as well. You can visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org. You can connect to the show, listen to the show, and donate to the show there. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this limited time offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And until next time, we don't walk away to teach people a lesson. We walk away because we've finally learned ours. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because as always, that's all we can do. I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and would like to support the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast, Simply visit wisdomworthknowing.org and become a patron for as little as $1 per month. You can also donate. If you think friends, family, or loved ones would find this podcast helpful, please consider sharing it with them. Thank you, and have a blessed day.